Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cerulean Roll. Well, not really Cerulean Roll, but uh, a the start of a series called The Sands of Solstice. I am joined by my two co-hosts, James and Crow, if you guys would like to say hi. Hi. Hello. And you guys won't know what their characters' names are until we get into it. And to get into it, we shall. The world of Lumera was once a peaceful place, with vibrance and mysticality in its own right. The inhabitants of this world formed their own cliques and reigned in eras of knowledge collection and space exploration. Fire flows through the hearts of all the humanoids across these several continents bathed in light. Some call this fire hope, but others call it living. However, this peace did not last for long. For an event known as the Fracturing took its hand and sundered everything into pieces. Two months after the devastating event of the Fracturing, when the storm walls of the Golden Dunes were pierced, six calamities washed over the land. The people of the Light were forced to move underground and face extinction. Supposedly, 73% of the population was completely eradicated from this world. Dark dragons swarmed the lands, and now, new heroes rise to put an end to this oppression. Or they also just get forced into it. Now we meet our heroes, if they know it or not. The cavernous city underneath the rolling dunes of Solstice. Lanterns and fairy magic sprawl across the roof of this cavernous city, giving a beautiful golden hue to the surroundings. Large pillars of stone have plazas built around them. The inhabitants hustle and bustle around the city, streets, and plazas. Buildings of stone and wood line the road, and houses to regular stores surround the entirety of this cavern. On the walls of the cavern, ghastly orange images depicting a bright, shining northern star that heeds the people of the light to it. Heroes standing tall can be seen in the images, but due to an ancient curse, they've had their wings clipped and they've been forced underground. We pan inside a cozy-looking home, formed out of carved stone. Warm fire floats around the roof of the home dyeing everything in a warm orange hue. Red and floral carpet covers a circular base of the home, and an ornate yet comfy bed with the covers thrown off. The camera shifts over into the bathroom, and we see a man getting ready for a day of work. And Crow, would you like to describe your boy? Okay, I wasn't actually prepared for describing my body. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Just do your best. You see a scruffy, very large man about in his early 30s 
with very fluffy light hair. And he scruffs his chin. All right. Well, gotta help a lot of more people. It's my duty, of course. And as you would know, your place of work currently is towards the town center in a medical tent for survivors of the collapsed neighboring town. And as you're getting ready, do you step out the door? Yep. As you make your way to the door, you open it and you're met to the beautiful and very warm outside. The cavern, albeit dark, has very, very bright spots of light. Most of it is this orange color, but there are various spots that have various other carvings and fires in it that gleam a little brighter. And as you make your way over to the town, you walk down a series of long and winding staircases. Wall paintings begin to glimmer and come to life as you pass them by, filling you with warmth. You reach a plateau that overlooks the entirety of Solstice, and its beauty is never-ending. The warmly lit cavern, covered in shadow. The warmth of the common orange flame shines even brighter. People from all sorts of backgrounds move about the streets below, carrying out their lives, just as you are. You continue your long commute down the spiraling and intricate city formed out of stone. You make your way through the flurry of people down in the town center, and the medical tent is set up. It's taking up a large corner of this square, and as you lift open the tent and walk inwards, all the sounds of the busy streets get drowned out and is replaced by a discouraging and almost heart-wrenching thing to hear. You hear grunts of people in pain, people you need to help. Okay. It's time to show your skills, Valerian. Let's help some people. And as you walk through this tent, you see black vines and brambles are covered across the floor and spiraling around. You see as vines trail towards one of the beds. And as you look at that bed, a younger man with rabbit ears is laying down as the bramble-covered black vines are spilling from a grievous wound splitting across his torso. His face is contorted with a grimace as he clenches his teeth. As you stand over him, this bright white fire looms over your head, illuminating you and the wound, letting you get a better look at it. And as you get a closer look at the vines spilling out of this wound, 
Spore-like blossoms are blooming atop it. Black ash-like particles float around the air and start to decay the insides of the cloth and burn as they fizzle against your exposed skin. And Valerian, you are the only one on duty right now. This is going to be quite a task. I will assure you, though, I will be here for you. The man with the bunny ears looks up at you and nods through tears and sweat. It will take a short while, but I will do my best. You can tell that he wants to say words to you, but the pain is so overwhelming that he just can grit his teeth. Please, don't. I need my patients to be as peaceful as they can be. And you also would notice that next to this cot, your medicinal supplies are laid out on a tray. You see this, these ornate and golden tools, and the tips of them are a bright and orangish red. Let's get to work. And I want you to give me a medicine check as you make the first incision. Okay. As you slice along his torso, running counter with the other wound, you create a deep enough slit for you to see into this cavity. And as you fold the skin back slightly, the man's pain is growing further. You would know that there are no pain numbers currently. They are a high-priced item. So he's just bearing with it. Just a bit more. And as you look inside this chest cavity, you see a red gem, a shard, fully embedded into his body. And the vines are sprouting from it, almost wiggling like they are alive. And they are sprouting into his sensitive organs. You foul things. And as you're looking at it, sweat begins to build up on your forehead as you focus more intensely. And Valerian, I'm going to ask you to give me a another medicine check to see if you can remove the crystal. This check is harder than the last one, but you succeed without a problem. As your focus and your still hands reach in with this scalpel. You, your movements, though they feel fast to you, are slow and methodical. You would know that time is passing, 
but it all becomes a blur with the intense amount of focus it takes to remove this crystal with precision. As you pull it out, you lay, you see the vines begin to trail out of his body along with the crystal and you lay it on the side tray. That's much better. And you see as the patient has passed out from the immeasurable amount of pain he is in and now it is time to sew the wound. Oh, and I will ask you for one more medicine check. Or you could use healing magic. Either one. Oh, I can use healing magic? You can absolutely. That would make it heal better and without a scar. Okay. I'm going to use uh, cure wounds then. And what does your cure wounds look like? Oh, that is... Okay. Uh... It's this glowing yellow and orange. Sunset reminding... Let's see. How would I describe it? It's just like a fire. But it's soothing in a way. It's this glimmering soft flame that feels less like a flame and more like a warm embrace. As you lay this flame atop this wound. You see as the fire begins to spread around the torso and the wound. And it fizzles, and you see the skin begin to meld itself back together around it. And as sweat fully is just covering your body, you see as this patient just comes out fine. He is not awake, though. I'm glad we got to it. And as you look onwards at the rest of the cots, you would see that there are empty ones, but... There is only one more person laying in one of these cots. And you could see a giant red crystal hanging out of their foot. Oh. Their leg, I should say. Okay, let's get on to this then. As you walk over, evading the brambles and the pines of this weed-like disease, you get to this patient bringing your tools along with you. And for this one, I will ask you the same thing. Give me a medicine check. Okay. Oh, okay. As you make incisions around this crystal, you loosen up the grip of the muscle with this tension releaser. And you can slide out the crystal. I'm going to ask you for a sleight of hand to see if you can do this well. Ooh. Okay. This is a tough procedure. Okay. That's decent, I think. 
your hands begin to shake. And as you touch into this crystal, um, there are bits and pieces of your glove that have been eroded from the previous crystal. And you feel a sharp, stinging sensation on the palm of your hand as you pull it out. It's okay. Just a little bit more. And as you fully take out this crystal and lay it on the side, you see it as if the person is uh, panting and their eyes are a little rolled back and their lip is bleeding from biting their lip because this hurts so bad. I know this hurts, but bear with it. And at this point, you can either sew it or, again, heal it. Okay. I believe if you have lay on hands, you don't have to burn a spell slot for this. Lay on hands? It should be under your actions. Oh, action. Do you see lay on hands? I don't think I do, maybe. Okay. Well, if you don't, I would say you can either sew it up or use a um, a healing spell. Yeah, he's just going to use cure wounds again. Okay. Okay. All right. As you heal into this person, you see as their leg begins to form this sinewy skin, like glue piecing itself together under your flame. And it looks as if it was brand new, not leaving a scar. Much better now, isn't it? And you see as the person nods at you goes, Thank you, Doctor. Thank you so much. Of course, I am here for every single one of you. You're such a kind soul. It's what I do. And you see as this person promptly lays back, feeling the relief. And all that's left is all of this waste and debris from this disease, uh, these vine-like diseases. All of you, you foul branches of darkness. And, okay, what do I do with you? Um, you can either pick them up manually, it might injure you, or you can burn them away. Okay. If you have a a spell that can make fire. I think I might. Hmm. What is it? I think it was continuously. Hmm. 
If you uh, don't have one that can create fire, I would say you probably are best picking it up then. Okay, yeah. Okay, so as you look around at all of this decay and disease, these vines, I'm going to have you roll a sleight of hand, not an incredibly hard uh, DC, but mm. if you roll it well, you won't get injured. We'll see if that it might look. Okay, not bad. You actually do pick it up, and you spool it very carefully, ignoring each bramble one by one. And you completely spool it up and throw it in one of the industrial trash cans that is right next to your working space. Along with the crystals, I presume. Mm -hmm. Okay. Much better. And as you throw this all away, you notice that you have been working for a while, even though it hasn't felt like it. You feel your stomach begin to rumble as the, at least I'd say two hours of work has driven you to hunger. Yeah, has been a quite a while. A few hours. Um, I'll go get myself something to eat. And as you walk over to a nearby tavern, we are going to switch perspectives. And we cut over to another building. A building with small, multicolored flames gleaming through the window, as if fairy lights were strung up around the interior of the building. Piles of goodies are stacked up in every corner, and a fluffy carpet is covering a small bit of the room. Across the walls, you even see various hand-drawn pictures of several figures, taller figures, surrounding a small person with cat ears. Shelving holds a seamlessly or seem seemingly endless amount of little trinkets and bits and bobs. And napping atop a pile of wallets and pouches is a small figure. A tall mirror with uh, broken glass reflects this image. And if you'd like to describe your character, go ahead, Jamsy. All right. Um, you see a very small tabaxi with this um, dark brown fur with little lighter patterns on it. Um, most noticeably, a, a very large diamond shape on her head and she has this shoulder length white messy hair and these big bright green eyes and as you begin to stretch your arms out and yeah. get up from your bag uh, or your yeah I'd say your bag of wallets <laughs> um 
what you do as you get up? interesting going on and are you gonna look at the window yeah as you climb up onto this desk you have <laughs> right uh, next to the window you look out through this broken window and you see it is another busy day down below All right, then. Business as usual, it looks like. And Ida's going to just... Oh, spoilers. Uh, I'm just going to uh, head outside. Um, Through the window or through the door? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go out through the window. You pop open right the window. Yeah, you pop open the window and crawl out of it and... As you jump onto this wall that is surrounding your building, you view the entirety of the Caverns of Solstice. And as you're looking out on all of the people living their lives down below, almost like puffs of smoke, they began to slowly transform into walking wallets and piles of gold. <laughs> Hmm. Gonna need something to give me some food today. And what do you do? Hmm. I'm going to look for a I'm gonna look for a good potential source of um income, you could say. <laughs> Ooh. You see right down below. You're very high up in the city, by the way, mm -hmm. you see a couple of figures that look like they have more money than what they know to do with. Don't be in a sweat off their backs. Your keen eyes kind of latch onto these huge money bags. <laughs> and as you begin to, uh, take your pathway down. You leap onto the rooftops and the tiles don't even make a sound as your paws hit them. Progressing your way down to the, towards the town center, you leap across the alleyways without alerting anyone around you. Your little rapier is clinking at your side as you make use of the sloping stone roofs you slide down them to move even faster. And as you do a final leap, you spiral off one of the rooftops and you land on a wall outlooking the market once more. And as you jump down onto the level with them, you map this pathway out in your head and you begin to sprint through the crowd. And Ida, I'll have you roll 
uh, three sleight of hand checks for me. Okay. Okay, nuts already. All right. All this right. This fucking cat's going insane. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, I can't even see that one. Oh. <laughs> and the cat never misses the bag. As you dash, weaving around the crowd. You use your rapier to untie, like, swiftly, like a, a flash of lightning through this crowd. You cut the ropes of their coin purses that are tied to their belts, and you grab it with your other hand. You toss it behind you and catch it in your little bag. And you repeat this process two more times. And as you get this last coin purse... You dash across this crowd. Um, do you want any more gold than that? Hmm. Think it'll do for now. Alright, I'm going to roll. And because you were specifically looking for the wealthiest people, you're about to become the richest motherfucker in the campaign already. <laughs> awesome! Uh, I'm going to roll this much and then i'm going to all add a zero onto that you get 140 gold <laughs> oh my god awesome you pocket that enormous amount of gold and ida you know you're gonna be eating well tonight oh yeah Nice. I hit the jackpot. And all that sprinting does have your tummy rumbling. Alright. Time to go eat. Tonight, we feast. And as your nose affixes to the nearest tastiest scent, you smell some fresh cooked fish. Ooh. That smells good. As you wander over to the tavern, you make your way inside. And it's a quaint tavern. It's nothing too fancy. You see, it's average. It has cobblestone flooring, wooden walls, some simple decor, mainly of light markings. And you see that there are shining wisps of flames ensnaring the entirety of the roof, looking like a sea of dandelions waving above you. And as you get a look, a clearer look at the bar, you see there's a, a humanoid standing behind it with dog ears atop his fluffy white hair that drapes over his shoulders and they surround his scarlet red eyes. He goes, oh, w welcome in. Um, what are you having today? I smelled some real yummy fish. So, some of that, please. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, right away. Um, I, I do apologize, though. 
There is not much seating around. It's okay, I'll make do. And as you do look around at the seating, Ida, you would see that this place is pretty packed. Um, all of the bar is taken up, and most of the tables are completely taken up. Besides a table with none other than Valerian, who you do not know. But there are two seats across from him. Well, guess that's where I'm sitting. <laughs> and you walk up to Valerian's uh, table and you pull out the chair and just sit. Oh. Hello. I, I needed somewhere to sit. Oh, that's fair. That's, this place is very packed today. Yeah, I know. Oh, well. Don't worry. I don't mind. Well, that's good, because I would have sat here anyway. <laughs> you were an interesting little cat. Yeah, I guess you could say that. You seem pretty interesting, too. Oh, thank you. I just came here on a break after helping some patients. Some patients? So you're yeah. like a... Like a... A doctor. Yeah, doctor! Oh, that's cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you, like, cut people open and stuff? Uh, yes. I have to do that to get the bad things out, you know? Huh. That's cool. I like cutting stuff, too. Well, we're going to do that soon with this suit. And, uh, Val, you actually do get what you ordered. You see a plate comes out, and you see this ivory-white boar's tusk that is hollowed out in the middle and stuffed with veggies and meat and seasoning. Oh, I really needed this. And, you know, shortly after, you get your entire grilled fish. With some yes, chips. awesome. <laughs> Do enjoy your food, my girl. Oh, I will. I'm hungry after so much running. Running? Why do you need to do so much running for? Running errands? Oh yeah, you know, getting money and stuff. Oh, I see. And suddenly, you both hear an explosion and rumbling all around the tavern as lanterns shake. What? The what? fire on the roof begins to dissipate. And two seconds after the explosion, you see as three people within the the tavern, begin to have these vines shoot 
out of them. You see it as their skin begins to turn blue, as blackened runes circle their hands, and red crystals splint out of their eyes. Oh, oh dear lord, what is happening? Oh, that's nasty. And you see, as after that happens, another explosion happens with smoke filling the tavern as one of the walls has been collapsed. My girl, we have to, we have to go. This isn't safe. Oh man. All right, I'll just bring the fish with me then. Yes, that's and good. As the smoke clears, you see that there is this man standing within the smoke. He is holding two of these corrupted figures by the throat. You see that he is sparking with blue electricity. And you see long white hair that flows down to his feet, complemented by this tan skin wrapped in gold bands. And you then hear him speak. Saga will protect all. Saga commands people who can fight. Help Saga. Everyone else, run. So cool! (laughs) I know how to help you. I'll have everyone roll initiative. Let's go! That could have been better, but (laughs) alright. Yeah. Ida has a 13, Saga has a 16, and Val has an 11. Grandpa. And at the start of the turn, you see as one of these vile creatures, these corrupted humans, swings at Saga. And I'm going to roll for that. Uh, you see as it starts to swing at Saga, but it misses completely as Saga ducks under it, bending his back, and Saga goes, you have to try harder to hit Saga. And that is going to go to the boy himself, Saga's turn. And Saga is going to swing right back at that same one. And he hits. Oh my god. And he does nine damage. Oh my. Hello? And Saga is going to attack again. Oh, does he hit that turn? He unfortunately doesn't. So you see as Saga takes two blindingly fast strikes, his hands almost disappearing with the punches. One of these punches sends this corrupted chunk towards uh, your table. And that is going to be the end of Saga's turn. Saga goes, they are quite gross. Saga does not like them. 
completely fair. Ugh. I don't want to lose my appetite. Oh well. And before your appetite is lost, Ida, it's your turn. All right, let's go then. I'm going to swing with my rapier. And oh my god. (laughs) Um, Awesome! (laughs) As you rush in to swing, you take a blind strike. The smoke still clearing from the building. And you miss one of these figures. Aww. Um, and yeah, is that the end of your turn or do you have more? Uh, that will be the end of my turn. As you miss this strike, cutting through the smoke, you stand next to Saga and get a full view at these corrupted people. You see as their bluish skin is heavily bruised and darkened in some spots, and there are bulbous uh, protrusions, almost like... Ugh. (laughs) Very ugh. It's almost (laughs) like uh, spores growing out of their body. And that is going to go to your turn, Valerian. Okay, I'm gonna send a guiding bolt and see if this hits. Uh, which one are you going for? The one that Saga's holding? Uh, there's another uh, one next to him, and then one closer to you. Uh, the one closer to me. Okay. As you shoot this guiding bolt into it, you hit. Roll your damage. Woo! Okay. Holy oh my fuck. god! Yeah. God damn! 15 damage? Lord oh Jesus! Oh my god! Save some for the rest of us! Yeah, right? Oh my god. Grandpa okay. very good spells. <laughs> um, as you fire this, this blinding white bolt of fire towards this figure, you, no, you see know, as you- spice it up. Oh, how are you going to spice that up? I'm going to spice this up where it looks like a tiger rushing out of this thing. Oh, you shoot a tiger rushing through. It grabs into this this corrupt person's chest and begins to squeeze. You see as spores explode from the wound. There we go. And is that that's the end of your turn, right? Yeah. Okay. And we are going to go to one of the corrupts near Ida and Saga. And they are going to roll to hit. Um, as they go, as this corrupt one swings at you, Ida, it whiffs over your head as its movements are sluggish and kind of zombie-like. Nuh-uh-uh! And in response to that, it goes... (laughs) 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 And that is going to go over to the corrupt you just struck into, Val. And it is going to rush towards you as the tiger made of light dissipates. And let's see if that hits. 
that does not hit you by a long shot. It, <laughs> this uh, corrupts begins to hobble towards you, even getting on to all fours as it rushes towards you. But as it goes to lunge, you backhand it and slam it back into the floor. Nope. Try again, buddy. And that is going to go to the corrupted figure that Saga is holding. And it's going to try to attack Saga again. That hits Saga. And let me roll damage. Okay. That is going to be six damage straight at Saga. As he is whipped across the face with this brambly hand covered in this spore-like material. And that is going to go to Saga's turn. And Saga is going to try to braid him in punches again. Uh, first attack does hit. Yeah. Yes, first attack does hit. And let me try the second attack. I got these guys' ACs wrong in the program. Oops. Oh, Um, no. That makes me feel stupid. Uh, But he hits one attack anyway. And he does four damage to this one he's holding. Saga's kind of, like, grabbing him by the collar and beating him in with the fist. Oh, my God. And Saga is going to uh, use a flurry of blows. Yes. Uh, Saga is going to expend a key point, use a flurry of blows, and go for another attack. And he misses that one. Um, oh no! So that is going to be the end of Saga's turn. And that is going to go to your turn, Ida. Okay, so how many of these guys are there? Um, there are three in this room. Okay, cool. I'm just gonna go for the one that tried to attack me. <laughs> okay. I gotta be that cool too. That one is uninjured. That hits. Roll your damage. Okay, cool. Aw. Oh well. That is five damage. As you whip your rapier to the side and begin to land a few strikes into it. And is that the end of your turn? Um, yes, it is. I am going to advise you on something because you are playing a rogue. You can use your bonus action to hide and use a sneak attack next turn. I can do that, yes. <laughs> you should do that. So give okay. me a stealth check. These things are pretty dumb, so they might not even notice. Fair enough. They're silly. You plant your feet on the ground and do a high hop, and you land behind the bar. Awesome. Okay. And you are hidden, and you can use sneak attack next turn. And that is going to go to Valerian's turn. Okay. 
Now, do I want to use Guiding Bolt again, or do I want to do something else? <laughs> <laughs> How close? Is there anything, like, close to me that I can attack? Um, there's the one that's been attacking you, and at the other okay. side of the bar, there's the one that was attacked by Ida and Saga. Mm-hmm, okay. I'm gonna focus on the one next to me by, uh, using my mace. Okay. Ooh, okay. You pull this mace out to the side, and you you completely bring it in to this creature's skull. Roll your damage. All right. Okay. And that is six damage. Okay, cool. As you batter this thing across the head, you see as more spores explode from its head as it gets caved in like its bottom jaw is now swallowing its top at the top of its head god oh my Just god <laughs> all right ew and <laughs> yucky you guys would notice that the spore is building up in the room like a smoke cloud oh and that is going to go to the corrupt one that was attacking Ida. And it just saw Ida disappear before its own eyes. <laughs> um, so it's going to roll. He's confused. He's like, what? Huh? He is just going to move targets and roll to hit Saga. And he does hit. Oopsies. And that is going to be three damage to Saga. And that is going to go to the corrupt near Val. Mm-hmm. To hit. You see as this corrupt creature gets on all fours again and pounces towards you. However, oh. it is immediately met with absolute resistance as it just slams into you, but it doesn't hurt you. Oh. Uh. This is awkward. Bleh. You that okay, was buddy? its response. Bleh. So true. Oh. So true. And that is going to go to the corrupt near Saga again. It's going to roll the hit. Uh, that hit Saga. Man, Saga's getting fucking beat. Oh, God. <laughs> buddy, no. You're so cool. Saga takes eight damage. Oh my lord. Saga is regretting this. Oh. Oh no. And you see as Saga is going to... He is going to go attack it twice. Oh, that's the first attack hitting. Oh my god. Ooh. Let's go! And that's the second attack completely missing. No! Uh. He is going to burn a key point and he is going to. Uh, he is going to strike again. I am rolling like dog shit. Okay. Oh, so no. he hits once. And he does the least amount of damage. Oh my god. Today is not Saga's day. 
and you see it as he is uh, punching. He punches the creature once in the face. It knocks a tooth out, and uh, he, the creature is surprisingly nimble and dodges out of his way twice. Oh my god. Oh my god. And that is going to go to Ida's turn. Alright. So, what do I do for my sneak attack? Is it just a regular... It's a regular attack, then you add your sneak attack damage. Okay. Oh my god. That hits? Whoa! Thank god. Okay. Now roll your damage and your sneak attack damage. Uh, let's see. Oh my god. Okay. So that's... Uh-huh. Okay! 19! Alright! Ah! Uh, and you're, you're attacking the one that was attacking you? Yeah. As you leap forward, charging out from the shadows, you pierce into this thing's throat, and as you rip your rapier into it, you pull it out, and you see a spores fly across. And you nearly kill this thing. Yeah! That's what that I'm is going about. to go to your turn, Valerian. Okay, so first I'm gonna hit this thing with the mace again. That, I don't think that hit. Um, as you try to go swing with the mace, you unfortunately miss. But I will use healing word as a bonus action to heal a uh, saga. Okay, how much are you healing for? Good question. Let me roll this. Oof. Okay. Oh my god. Nice. That is 13. Okay. And as you heal Saga, Saga goes, Thank you, kind sir. Of course. And that is going to go to the corrupt that you just attacked, Ida, so it's going to swing on you. And that is going to miss you completely as he <laughs> as you dodge him and no, oh. that is going to be the corrupt that you're attacking Val and he also misses I guess we both miss and that's the corrupt that is by Saga <laughs> Jesus, Saga is having a bad day. It just crit on him. No! The world is out for Saga, and not in the good way. And that is going to be six damage for Saga. It was a weak crit. Uh, and Saga goes, Creature is getting on nerve. And... Okay, what is Saga going to do? Um, okay, Saga is going to just attack twice, and he missed the first one. And he hits the second one. Ooh. Yeah! You see as Saga whips his fist back, puts one hand out, then he charges this burning energy into it. 
as fire is coiling around his hand, he brings it forward into this thing's chest and blows out its chest cavity. Ooh. With a oh burning God. spiral. And the corrupted so creature cool. is dead in front of Saga. And Saga is going to rush over to your side, Val, and attack the one that you were attacking. Cool. Using a key point. And he hits. Alright! And you see, as this fire is trailing from where he just once was, almost like a flash of lightning, he blows the head off of the one you were just attacking. <laughs> killing it also. You got good skill, my boy. Saga thanks you. Saga does not know what happened earlier. Something's wrong. Maybe it was just bad luck. Bad day for Saga. Understand. <laughs> and that's going to go to your turn, Ida. All right. Time to get this guy. I'm not getting this guy. <laughs> you are not getting this guy. As you, uh, I'm going to say something that you might not understand. Um, you stand up and you begin to like fling yourself through the air, cartwheeling kind of like puss in boots. And <laughs> you fly out of the window. Huh? Oh my God. Whoopsies. How oh. did you do this? Saga is grateful she's okay. Oh, it's gonna be a lot cooler than it ended up being. You will do it one day. I believe in you. Saga thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was pretty cool as well. You see, you see her head pop back into the window. Really? Yeah. Saga nods. Oh, thanks. And that is going to go to your turn, Val. Okay. Here we go again. Oh, I forgot Saga could do that. Oops. Alright. Oh, uh, yeah, you hit. Roll yeah. your damage. Ooh. It's okay. <laughs> um, Valerian, how do you end this man? Oh, I actually get this thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you kill it. How far is it from me? Um, it's... I'd say about 20 feet in front of you. I dart this thing right at a key point. As you rush towards it, you push your mace into its chest. The heavy, blunt mace creases its ribs, and you hear a crack and a sundering Whoa. as he is pushed across the table. There we go. are so cool. How do you do that? Uh, several years of experience. Saga thought you were pretty cool, little cat. Well, thanks. He's very right. You talk funny. I like you. You also talk funny. Saga likes you too. <laughs> and you see as Saga pauses and begins to sniff the air. Something wrong? 
more danger. Explosion bad. Oh, cavern wall broken. Cavern wall. Huh? And Saga leaps out through the hole he made and runs out into the street. Oh, uh, I think we should follow. Uh, okay. And as he comes to a skidding halt in the middle of the street, you see where there once was a barricaded wall of stacked stone high as you can, as you could see, there is now a gaping hole. And for the first time in a long time, you see the moon. As the moonlight circles you three, gleaming within its light, you see in the very far distance a gargantuan creature of several corrupt beings sewn together. You see humanoid limbs attached by blackened vines spewing spore clouds towards you. You see... You see as human faces have been contorted together, all of their jaws connected to form this one gaping maw, and it begins to fire red crystals towards you. We have Well, I don't think we can stay around here. Saga thinks we must kill it. Kill it? That thing? Saga's destiny is to end this. And you see a Saga begins to dash fast as lightning towards the creature. Well, that's awesome. Uh, I guess we're killing it then. Well... I can't leave him alone like that. Let's go. Yeah! And as you all rush towards the amalgamation, following Saga, here's how this is going to work. It's going to take about four rounds for you guys to reach this creature. Oh boy. And in those four rounds, it will be causing ranged attacks at you. Oh boy. Awesome. And I'm That's going awesome. to roll a d4 to see what happens. Oh lord. Oh god. <laughs> One of these again after the storm. Stop. No. <laughs> and then it's I'm four. getting I'm getting war flashbacks. A what? You see as the smog that was apparating all around that are spewing out of this thing's jaw begins to flood over the city. And as you guys are running towards it, you see that there are piles and piles of bodies. Oh, dear lord. Oh, no. And you see as this blackened ash that burns and stings at your touch begins to cling to you. And everyone roll me a charisma saving throw. Oh, Lord. Oh, okay. Oh, he has a plus four in this. Come on. Yeah, Ryan's okay. pretty good at this. Okay, you both are pretty good at this. Yippee! Um, 
as I this have a plus zero. <laughs> as this begins to cling to your skin, you continue forward, but you feel thoughts begin to infiltrate your head, tear you down from the inside, extinguish the hope in your heart. But you shrug it off and continue forward towards this creature. And I'm going to roll again. Ida just aggressively shakes her head. And that is going to be charisma saving throws once more. Oh god. Okay. Saga's not good at these. Can I help them by using... Oh lord. Okay, can I help both of them by using bless... Okay, you can pick one of them to use Bless on, I believe, but the no, thing it's is... Up to, it's up to huh? three creatures. Oh, it's up to three? Then yes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, shoot, okay. Okay, but you can roll a d4 and add it. I will say that has no yeah. effect on Saga. Ooh. What? No, because he rolled a three. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Right. Oh, okay, okay. Cool. Perfect. And, uh, value roll. All right. Oopsies. Did you use bless on your? Wait, can you use bless on yourself? Uh, it's set up to three creatures of choice, so I don't know if that counts. Let me look it up. Yeah. Yes, you can have bless effect. Oh. Uh-uh. So add a d4 to that. Okay. It's just another oh. <laughs> oh no. And you Ida, you see as Val and Saga begin to have these blackened viruses appear all over their arms and their legs as they begin to stop. Your heart is feeling weaker. And both of them have disadvantage on the next save. Oh, Lord. Huh? What's wrong with you guys? Well, they just come up to me. Saga think this suck. This does suck. Um, today is Saga bad day. Um, oh, I didn't roll that in front of you, but I got a three. Okay. A three? (laughs) And you see... As these spores begin to grow in the air. And they shift color from a deep black to having a menacing purple pulsate within them. I don't like that. As it drizzles poison across the battlefield. Oh, God. And everyone make a constitution saving throw. And Valerian, oh, do it with Lord. disadvantage. Uh-oh. Oh, I'm good. Okay, Saga's not too good. Um. Oh, <laughs> he can use that Bless now, because I believe you can hold Bless. Oh, yeah. Oh, you can? Oh, shoot, yes. okay. okay. Oh, no, so no, 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 not you, Ida. Oh. You used your Bless. Not- oh, okay, okay. If you don't use it, you can have it. Okay. Please, Saga. That's just a 10 for me, then. 
Okay, right. that's a 14 for Saga. Much better. Even with disadvantage, they did pretty good. Um, yeah. Valerian and Saga, as they both see this poison flooding through them, flooding in the air, they close your mouth tight, and Saga pinches both Val's and his own nose to not let the poison in. And Ida, you are going to take a bit of damage because you failed. Oh no! No, my little girl! I will roll it in front of you. You take four damage. Oh, okay. Not bad. Um. Oh, wait. Oh, Saga's resistant to poison anyway. He probably doesn't even um, <laughs> feel affected oh. by that. Oh, but yes, Ida, you also get the poison status effect. Okay. That gives you disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Ah. But not saving throws. Okay. And that is going to go to the last round of these. And that is a three again. More of these poisonous landmines grow in the distance. No! And begin to explode. Everyone roll constitution saving throws. Oh. Very bad. Come on, dude! Very bad. Come on! I can't get any more poison than I already am. You cannot, but it does suck. And Valerian, <laughs> you now have the poisoned effect, but you both take two damage. Okay. Jesus and Christ. Saga is also going to take two damage. Oh, wait, he's going to take one damage because he's resistant. Wow. Oh, wait. Lucky him. Oh, I forgot about something. I'm silly. Uh, well, that's going to apply this fight. Um, okay. Okay. I and like the sound of that. As the poison is filling your bodies, you look on at this amalgam towering over before you. And Saga is quick to jump at it. And he is going to roll to hit. And he hits his first attack. And I'm going to roll again. And he hits the second attack. Yeah, he's doing better. <laughs> he's he's Good. he's learned. He's learned. And that's 16 damage as he unleashes oh a flurry of blows directly at this creature. Get him. And that is going to go to the Amalgam's turn. Wait, is Saga oh going to do anything else? Oh yeah, Saga's going to go all out. And Sago is going to expend a key point and make another attack. Um, yeah, he's going to make another attack. This time, he is going to extend his claws. Oh, he missed. Oh, man. Oh, no. As he goes to strike, Saga goes, 
oh, Saga forgot about gravity. And he falls back down. Ah. And that is going to go to the gravity. Amalgam's turn. And the um, Huh? No, I said, what about Nuh-uh? What about Nuh-uh? <laughs> Nuh-uh-uh. Nuh-uh-uh. And you see as the blunt force wounds that Saga just left on it begin to push out as it repairs itself slightly. Hey, stop that. And as you say stop it, it... It unleashes this bellowing roar as it goes. Ooh, stop that too! It is going <laughs> to. You see these two large tendril like vines covered in red crystals, and it whips one down at Saga. But Saga oh, jumps out of the way. Leaping and landing on top of the tendril. And that is going to... It's going to make another attack. And it's going to strike at... It's going to try to go for... It's probably stupid enough to hit itself if Saga's standing on it. So let's see. Uh <laughs> Saga's the only one who's attacked it, so it's the only one that it deems a current threat. Um, and it does try to strike against Saga, but Saga moves out of the way, so it slashes its own tendril with one of those red crystals, ripping into it. And I'm going to roll damage. And it does... It does eight damage to itself. And that's the end of its turn, and it's going to go to Ida's turn. All right. Um, I have disadvantage, so let me... You also... You guys would see Saga standing on top of both of these tendrils with a smug smile. I think that's the disadvantage. So cool. Yeah, I think that is, I think that is yeah, the disadvantage. Yeah, I think that's the disadvantage. Uh, yep. Yep, Ooh, yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Ida, as you move towards it, your body feels like it's aching and throbbing as this poison has fully entered ow, your system. Ow, ouchie, ow! And as you go to swing, you can only plant your rapier into the ground and take a knee for a second. Uh, I hate this. And that is going to go to your turn, Valerian. Okay. Let me see if I can hit with my disadvantage having eyes. Oh my god, I think. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh. Okay, okay. I don't know if that hits. Valerian, you give it a good old try. You run and you scrape your mace against the ground. However, the poison f rips at your heart, what? and you fall to the oh, knee in pain. God, okay. Yep, it's got me too. 
And I'm that sucked. is going to go back to Saga's turn. Saga is going to roll to hit. He definitely hits. Oh he my god. Okay, go, buddy. Again. He hits again. And no, I'm going damage. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. And that's going no to be 14 damage Saga at first. Saga got us. And <laughs> you see as he is going to go for another strike. He is going to use his yeah, key point yeah, and he's yeah, going yeah. to make another attack. Oh, he got his ass. Ooh, oh my get god! Him. Yeah. Holy shit, he got him! <laughs> All oh, right. get him! And that's awesome. As that's you so see, fun. Saga stands on one of these tendrils. He starts to pick it up by the tendril and uses his own tendril to lash it three times. Whoa! Saga thinks creature very dumb. He's doing much better than both of us. And that is going to go to the Amalgamation's turn. It's going to use its tendril to try to flatten Saga. Um, flatten? Like a pancake. Like a cartoon like a character? Yes. Hit him with the oh. anvil? With the anvil? <laughs> they don't pancake, my boy. <laughs> um, you see... As it brings down its tendril with all of its force, and it crashes against the entirety of the town, where you guys are standing quakes and cracks. But you see as Saga goes, Saga thinks you should put silver in there. And you see as a bright blue flash of lightning appears, turning Saga into a werewolf. Oh, what? And he looks unaffected by this blow. Well, that's a sight. Wow. Um, I totally forgot about how broken werewolves are. Um, <laughs> and it's going to roll to hit both of you. Oh, Lord. More uh -oh. like one of you. Ruh -roh. You guys are evenly spaced enough for it to maybe miss someone. Uh, Ida, what is your AC? 14. Uh, you duck and roll out of the way from this giant tendril crashing into you. You see, it slams into a building and drags a whole entire building down. That was close. Huh. Yeah. We gotta get this thing soon. And speaking of getting this thing, it's your turn, Ida. Alright. I got it. Get it, my girl. Okay. Uh, that hits. Roll your damage. Wait, I don't have the disadvantage still? Oh, oh right. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Sorry. Are you... Oh, man! Oh. <laughs> No! Ida, you try to pick yourself up from the roll, but the poison is far too great, and you begin to fall to the floor. Okay. I don't 
think I can do it right now. And yeah. I'll ask so, you right now to make a constitution save, Thera. Oh my lordy lord lord. <laughs> the poison is overwhelming you, and your body feels weak. And that is going to go to your uh. turn, Val. Um, can I use a healing word as a bonus action, maybe? To remove the poison, or is that, is, does that not work like that? It does not typically work like that. But... Here's what I'll have you do. Make me an intelligence check with disadvantage because of the poison. Yeah. Or an arcana check, sorry. An arcana check with disadvantage. And if you roll, I'm going to be generous and say higher than a 10, you can bend healing word and cure poison. Okay. You just oh. need higher than 10. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You can cast healing word and... uh. And poison on one creature. Okay, so that is... Oh, okay. And who is this on? Yourself? Uh, that's on Ida. That's on Ida. Ida, yeah. you are... feeling better. You oh. see as the poison oh, yeah. is evacuated from your system. You're a priority friend. Uh, thanks! Okay, that and was a bonus action, actually. The intelligence check was your action. Oh, okay, yeah, that's fair. Um, and that's going to go to Saga's turn. Saga is going to keep trying to fuck him up. Get his he ass! He misses his first attack. No! He lands the second. Oh, get him! And he does ten damage. As you see, Saga pulls both of his fists back and fire begins to emanate from it again. And he launches both fists and his claws into this creature's belly, creating a inferno around this wound. Whoa. And that is going to go to the Amalgam's turn. Oh boy. It's going to lash at both of you again. Wait, actually, um, let me see something. No, uh, uh. You see... No, uh, uh. You see as this arcana of sinister descent begins uh -oh. to wrap around the tendril. This red blood magic flows through it. You hear the People embedded in this creature begin to scream and wallow in pain. That does not sound good. Uh. Saga think he has magic. Saga is now in danger. And, uh, it's going to strike Saga. Oh boy. And let's see. That is absolutely going to strike Saga. It was a dirty 20. Oh, no. no! And, okay. As this creature pierces into Saga, it's going to deal... Let me roll this. 
It's going to deal six damage as these crystals puncture into Saga's uh, chest, making blood fly across it. Oh my oh god. No. Saga thought Saga was safe. Saga's not safe anymore. And that is going to... Is going to... Okay. You see as this pulsing arcana begin to flood into Saga's body. And he takes six more necrotic damage. Oh god. Oh my god. As you see around the wound, his fur begins to pig shift pigment into white. And it's going to heal a little bit. What? No. But and that is going to go to Ida's turn. Saga okay. is okay. Don't worry about Saga. Ida, Ida points her rapier at the creature and goes, Hey, Stinky! Leave that guy alone! <laughs> and then she's gonna go for the attack. And you roll your head. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. Ida, you can still feel the lasting effects of the poison being... being purged from your body from this warm magic from Val. But your hands are still shaking. And you drop your rapier. (laughs) 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 And that's going to go to your turn, Val. Okay. Do I want to do this or do I not want to do this? Okay. I'm gonna try to use a guiding bolt. Roll the hit with disadvantage because you're poisoned. Yep. Ooh. Oh wait, 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 wait! I did forget to tell you to make a Constitution saving throw. So, oh. if you roll past the DC, you can use that first hit. Let's see. Nope, I do not. No. Vel, as you shakily stand up, you point your mace towards the creature. You pump your arcana into the tip of it, forming a lion's head. But in the face of all this necrotic energy, the lion begins to fizzle out. Oh, God. The tiger, sorry. Um... (laughs) And that is going to go to Saga's turn. Saga is going to roll to hit. He hits the first attack. Good, good, good. Oh, Lord. He terribly misses the second attack. Oh, man. You see, as Saga is being impaled by this red crystal tendril, and he raises a fist, clenching into it with all of his might. The creature screams and wails in agony, along with all of the bodies that are in it. However, as Saga goes to use his other hand, he falls limp as necrotic energy is still flowing into him. And that is going to go to the thing's turn. And it is going to use the same necrotic energy 
to continue to lash out at Saga. Bro, leave him alone. Uh, that misses. Leave that little guy alone. You see as it pulls the tendril out from Saga's chest, this huge crystal comes flowing out of him. And it picks itself up and begins to spiral it down towards Saga. But you see as Saga, in lightning speed, jumps back towards you, like doing a backflip and landing on his uh, feet and his hand next to you. He's kind of crouching like a superhero next to you. Ida. Wow. So cool. <laughs> Saga thinks you are so cool as well. You are doing great. And he ruffles your hair. Oh, I'm trying. <laughs> Saga thinks this thing is scary. And yeah, it kind of sucks. To... Saga also thinks it sucks. <laughs> and uh, roll to hit Ida. Oh, wait. Remember, oh. you can always sneak attack it. I will let you know that. Is there is there any good places to hide? You are in a full-on town, Ida. You I can guess that's straight true. up sprint into a house and hide for a turn. Hmm. You can always attack, then hide, then use sneak attack next turn. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Okay. okay. Oh my god. Ida, Whoa, as it's wrong. you... <laughs> rush into it and go for the strike you see as your rapier hits against a crystal and uh roll me a stealth check because this is gonna look funny okay okay <laughs> oh my god oh what? why uh, it, it is gonna look really funny now uh that was too funny as you turn around you look at saga and then you begin to sprint into a house and then you trip and fall on your face <laughs> oh my god and that is going to be the end of your turn i presume yeah i think so <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna go to your turn val this poison is annoying and i'm gonna eat it <laughs> you shouldn't eat the poison. Uh, you roll a constitution saving throw at the end of your turn. So you have to make attacks with disadvantage still. Alright, I'm gonna try to use my mace. I ran out of second spell slot. Okay. Much better. Oh. Much better. Okay. Um, You do hit uh, Val. Alright. Okay, buddy. As this poison is taking its course in your body, you can only meekly swing at it with your mace. Still, you are bringing up every ounce of your strength to bring it into this creature's body. Um, and you dent it quite a bit. And we're only a constitution saving throw. Please. I can't do this anymore. No! Unfortunately, you are one below the DC. Oh my god. 
Okay. And that is going to go to Saga's turn. Saga is going to keep punching like he's crazy. Awesome. Oh, he punched. Yeah, yeah let's go. Oh, he doesn't oh, punch. Oh, no. <laughs> At least he punches one time. Saga oh, reels back thing. his fist. And with all of the strength he can, he mashes into this creature's body. And you see a visible dent form from the first punch. But then he kind of wobbles a little bit as you see this red energy spilling out of his chest. Oh, God. Along with a copious amount of blood. Uh, we are not doing too good right now. <laughs> and this is going no. to go to the Amalgam's turn. Ah, <laughs> oh, get this thing out of here. It's going to use the two tendril attacks. And... Oh, boy. That uh, is going that. to... A 16 does hit you, Ida. What? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> you just Why am I little girl? <laughs> you, you just kind of tripped in front of it after trying to attack it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to smack you. <laughs> um, oh, man. And that is going to be... A that's going to be five damage to you, Ida. Oh, okay. And it's going to lash again. And that is not going to hit you, Valerian. Good. I'm already dealing with my own issues right now. You see as this tendril comes crashing close to you, smashing into the ground, shaking the earth again. And that is going to go to Ida's turn. As you pick yourself up. I'm so tired. Okay, roll to hit. I hate this guy! Yeah. You hit for damn sure. Good! That's my girl, guys. <laughs> yeah! That's a, that's a good amount of damage. You pierce into the tendril that smacked you. You begin to lift yourself up from the ground. And are you going to bonus action hide? Uh, yes. Okay, roll stealth. Oh, yeah, you, you slip between some of the rubble and debris. And you hide away for this turn. Awesome. And Valerian, that's your turn. Okay, here we go again. And okay. let me roll again. Okay. Oh yeah, you fucking hit. Awesome. Roll your damage. Let's go. <gasps> okay. Okay, we're doing eight. better. A big eight. Yes, yes. We're doing better. And roll me a constitution saving oh, throw. baby. Come on, let this be the third lucky thing I have in a streak. <laughs> it is! Let's fucking go! Yeah, let's um, go! Vel, you land this crushing blow onto the tendril that was next to you. You break off one of the crystals, sending it flying into the ground. And as you do, 
you feel as if your body has finally cleansed itself from the poison. Back to normal. And that is going to go to Saga's turn. And Saga is going to strike. Get it, Saga. Uh, he misses the first attack. And he lands the second. Get it. And you see as Saga drops his arms to the side, he walks up to its body. And you see as he holds one arm high and the other arm low. You see as this blackened necrotic energy covers one of his palms and a brilliant fire covers the other. He swirls them around to meet his thumbs in the middle. And he pushes into the creature. And you see as this blast of necrotic and fire energy burn this creature to the ground. Ida slowly raises her head up, like, (laughs) extremely impressed. Yeah, you see the tendrils are burning as, Val, on your side, this blackened energy of pure hate is burning away one of them. And this fire of hope is burning out your side, Ida. And that is the end of combat. Yeah, we did it! There we go. Woo! We did. We did it. You both did so good. Saga is grateful. Now come here, you two. Let me aid some of those wounds. Before Saga walks to you, he turns to face the big crater. And what you see is this wall of iridescent flames that is cracked like glass. Saga, Saga's father made barrier. Barrier makes safe. We need fixed barrier. Yes, that's true. And as Saga looks at you guys, holding out a hand towards you, that's where we will end the session. Yeah! That was so cool! And thank you all for listening to the first ever episode of Sands of Solstice. And continuing on next week will be your regularly scheduled Cerulean Roll episode. I hope you all enjoyed and rate the podcast a five stars and share it with your friends and share it with your family and share it with your dog and share it with your baby and share it with your computer and DM random people on discord and fuck it omegle i guess just do it just do fucking do it please please i'm tired it's 3 a.m i'm tired